It is the Bet Like Mike show, WindDailySports.com. Uh, I think another four in one day, if I'm not mistaken, here on the Bet Like Mike show. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34 and the star of the show, Mike North, at North to North. Not a bad uh, day again, Mr. Mike North. Uh, but I was two and two. You were two and so, two? You had four yesterday? Yeah. I wow. took Detroit. I took Detroit and talked you into taking Detroit. Yes, you Only did. you took Detroit in the money line. That was my last pick. I won uh um I, I, I won the Cub game, okay, against your vaunted Phillies. I lost the Sox yeah. game. You took the Sox. You've made a lot of money off the Sox. So I was two and two, you were two and one. Yep. We end up going four and three. Great, great day yesterday. We win every day, folks. That's what we try to tell everybody. Uh I needed the Cubs to bail me out. They beat Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler had been on fire. I know you commented on it, but I knew that beforehand. Yeah, they they crushed him. They crushed him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what it talks about yesterday, and I'll get on to our topics in a minute, but this tells me the Cubs are too good a team to lose 11 straight unless there's something else going on like chemistry. Because I'm looking at these guys that are hitting 230, and yesterday they played like they were supposed to play. Uh, against a pretty and Philly, you know what? Philly's formidable. I like the kid in center now. That's how I would have been. I would have let the hair grow. What's his name with the blonde hair? Travis Jankowski. Yeah. Oh, Bobby <laughs> Jankowski. Looks like he should be playing softball at a picnic league. I love the guy. I like you the know. hair. Yeah, the hair's great. Oh great yeah, hair. the hair. Well, let's talk about the Suns versus Bucks first of all. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to think. I got to pick on something involving this game. A prop bet later on. That I also took on my Bear Barroom show uh, that's on Win Daily also. But, uh, you know, they're talking about this pick and roll. Budenholzer, no, they know Milwaukee's adjusted before. What are you expecting tonight, my friend? I'm expecting probably another Suns win, uh, I imagine. They need Giannis out there for probably 40 or more minutes, and I don't know if he's capable of doing that right now. Uh, this is all – this is three I, – I, what I thought was different was that the Suns were a deep team and they could win with you know anyone and everyone in their lineup. But uh, this is a team that is reliant on three scores and three players as every everybody else is. So this series has turned into, to me, Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday against Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. And if Giannis isn't 100% and can't play 40 minutes, then I, I have to take the other side. So I'm probably on the Suns in this one. I'm on them five and a half. Uh, but a lot of prop bets that I probably go back to with this game. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't have an opinion on the game. I'll have a prop bet later on for this basketball game. John yeah. sort of let his cat out of the bag by letting you know, which is fine, that the Suns are his pick for That's why I'm leaning. I don't know if that's one of my picks. I'm definitely leaning that way. If I was betting that game, it would be the Suns and not Milwaukee. I don't know yeah. how confident I, I am in that, though. <laughs> you know, I got to say, you know, Giannis, I mean, 20 and 17, for having a bum leg, and we all saw the injury, folks. I think it's remarkable that he was out there the other yeah, night. Yeah, it was brutal. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think that guy's a warrior. Middleton is woken. You know, I thought Middleton was one of those, you know, have one good game, one bad game guys, but now he's proven that he can shoot. Uh, the point spread, I mean, I'm looking at Booker. I'm looking at Paul. I think Aiton is the big guy on this team that they got to try to contain. You yeah. can't let that guy – you know, everybody talks about Paul and the other guy and Booker. Aiden's a guy that hey, 21 and 15. You get that every night, you're going to win. You're yeah. win, you're winning. I don't care what Giannis does because uh, the other two guys are, are – the thing I like about Aiden, he never stops playing. 
never stops. And that's sort of how Giannis is, too. Yeah, Giannis is like that. Um, DeAndre Ayton, to me, has been the breakout player of the the playoffs. Uh, if it, If it wasn't for him playing the way that he has... I don't think the Suns are anywhere close to where they are. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's been a, remarkable. It's almost like the same kind of breakout that Bam Adebayo had when you have that you know, big center who's athletic, who can stretch the floor out just a tiny bit. Uh, it, it's, it works out, and they play great defense. De- DeAndre Ayton's great at protecting the paint, protecting the rim. You know, it's, it's a player that they desperately needed on this team, and he's turned out to be everything they needed. Yeah. Yeah, he's tough, and that's not known. You know, Phoenix not known for that. They're known as finesse and speed usually. Uh, what do you think? Before we go on, on the show I was doing on the bar room today, uh, somebody commented on the chat board. They hate the Valley uniforms. I like them. I don't have a problem with Phoenix's uniforms. You have a problem with them? No, I don't think so. I don't have uh, really yeah. any problem with them. Yeah, they're they seem normal, fine to me. Like I've never watched, I've never seen a Phoenix Suns jersey and said, "Oh, that looks terrible." You know, they're yeah. they're there. They're not one of my favorites. Yeah. I'd say though, it's not like I, I no. have a very strong love for a Phoenix Suns jersey. Yeah, you know, I'm with you 100 percent on that. Now let's go to something that I do have some interest in. There's no question in my mind, Conor McGregor's one of the, if not the showman of all time. In in, in, in in UFC and stuff like that. He's going to be fighting Poirier that's minus 130. Conor McGregor is plus 120. He's an underdog. First of all, you follow this. Second of all, I think Conor McGregor is one of the top five superstars in sports because he's coming off a couple losses. And I think this is going to be a big event. I think he's got a shot at this. They both won one match. How are you looking at Conor McGregor? Because if he's not on, if he's not on, I'm not watching. If he's not on, I'm not watching. Right. Oh, I'm, I, I'll be watching. I watched uh, the last fight. You know, we had people over, and that was a big event. And we're going to be watching this fight. I'll be out in Atlantic City. How about that? Watching this, fight? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be in. I'll be in good old AC and out at the uh, out at some of the casinos watching the fight. My brother's playing. So yeah, I'm, I mean, it's it's a fight I'm excited for. And you know, we're all kind of you know we we're all getting together to watch this fight. So yeah, I. I definitely am interested in this McGregor Poirier fight. I like that it's a trilogy fight too. You know, I, I I always like that and and like these kind of fight series that they do, these trilogy fights. But uh, yeah, I mean that would be the only thing I am interested in though with UFC this weekend. It, it has uh, to be McGregor. McGregor, you're right, as you said, the the showman of all showmen. If yeah, well Don King, I used to have Don King on my show all the time, and he used to tell me <clears throat> that his favorite boxing was black versus white guys. Because it equaled green. Mike, 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 black versus white equals green. Conor McGregor's green. No matter what you want to say, no matter who he's fighting, I don't even know the other guy hardly at all. I know he's a good fighter. But I think it's important for Conor McGregor to win this fight. And how many times are you going to get Conor McGregor? First of all, I think it's an automatic that Vegas is going to get hit with Conor McGregor money. Big time. That's how good. He's a magnet. Yeah, I mean, he I is. Believe- he, he absolutely is. For yeah. Sure. So I might put a little couch change on Conor McGregor this week. Yeah, okay? I probably I probably won't. I uh I didn't like how he looked in that fight. You know, I think Poirier oh, might might have Yeah, Poirier may just have become a better fighter, you know. Conor's Conor hasn't looked at as great 
in, in his last few fights. And I, you know, I think it just may be the end, you know, and it's, it, that's always a hard thing with MMA because the downturn happens so quickly that it's oh, really, yeah. when it happens, it's like you, you try and convince yourself, no, this guy has more time. It's just, you know, he just became a star. He just started winning fights. And then all of a sudden the downturn happens so quickly. So yeah, I think it's, he's on the downturn and definitely I, I think he's going to lose this fight. Well, I'll tell you this about him and, you know, and about UFC. You're right, the downturn. They don't last long. Fighters don't last long at the top. Uh, a lot of them have had uh, chemical problems in the past, pharmaceutical problems in the past. Uh, but, my God, I, I did one uh, um, show in, in Rosemont, Illinois, and it was brutal. And it was one of those renegade shows. It wasn't the top. It wasn't UFC. It was a step below, a loosely officiated. One guy had his head out like this. It is an absolute brutal sport. But there's no doubt. I put Conor McGregor. I mean, he's one of the top five. I mean, I, you know, the other one was the girl. What was her name? Uh, Ronda Rousey? Uh, yeah. yeah. She, was, she was banked, too. She was banked. So it should be interesting. I'll be leaning towards the Irishman. Now, something that nobody cares about, which I <laughs> saw this morning. I, I went on social media this morning like I do. I got up about 3.34 in the morning because I'm older now, and I really don't have a lot. I have a lot of free time on my hands. I just stare at the TV and just wonder what's happened. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning. I get the idea nobody gives outside of Tampa Bay a rat's Rudy toady about what happened last night. And they're a great team. It's a shame. If you ask 40, if the people that live in the 50 states to name five guys, okay, they'll say on the Tampa Bay Lightning, I don't think they'd be able to name them. So I know NBC's losing the gig too. I don't think this was a good year for hockey. I don't, and, and 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 I think because of the big odds, it was hard to bet. We talked about this. Right. Well, that in the betting side, yeah, it was hard to talk about because the odds are so huge. And it's yes. just, it's, it, it in every match, in every game, not just Tampa Bay versus Montreal. You know, I, I, I think after Pittsburgh-Boston, after that was over with, things got out of whack. And, and did you sense it? Nobody cares that Tampa Bay won. I know the Tampa Bay Lightning people care. But I didn't get a see like I didn't see a whole lot of love, John, like you'd see in the NBA or MLB if they won right. a World Series. You know? No, no. I mean, I mentioned it. I was on air when it happened, and I spent my how much the time last, did you spend on it? I spent like the last thirty seconds of my show. <laughs> I was literally at the end of my show, and I just mentioned, "Hey, Tampa Bay won. Congrats to all who had futures bets. Whatever. Congratulations." And then I finished the show. <laughs> I think that's why this year was. A bad year for the NHL because they were starting to make gains the last couple of years, but Tampa Bay was just is so dominant. Uh, I know Montreal played the best they could. Um, it wasn't an attractive matchup. If there are stars, nobody knows who they are. There well, was yeah, no and, and what we what we saw, I think, from you know all sports, there was just a, a blitz of sports again, and you know there was so much, and I think there are some sports that did make ground during you know the, the pandemic, and that was definitely golf. You know, I think golf has been huge, but oh, yeah. I think yeah, for some reason, NHL's just kind of lost their way here, and you know ESPN could help out because they have a, a much better streaming service, I'd say, than anything NBC does. Like NBC's been putting it on NBC Sports Network, which nobody watches NBC Sports Network. So at least they're going to have maybe a little bit more attention and a little bit more accessible to everybody uh, with with ESPN's app. 
uh, even though the ESPN app crashes on me all the time, but it, at least it's more accessible and I have it. Why is it uh, crash? Because it's free so much? Yeah, it's just, I, I don't know if it's because I use my my Roku TV for ESPN, so I'm not sure why it ends up crashing as much or what the heck is wrong with the app, but at, at least it's it's available. It's cheap. It's an option that I have the ESPN app and ESPN Plus, so I will be able to watch hockey more than just you know behind NBC right. or, or NBC Sports Network and I don't have cable and it's hard to watch that. Yeah, Barry Melrose won't be the only game in town now for ESPN. I mean, they're going to actually do the. Yeah, they like have that. a, a right. huge, huge hockey team for it. Yeah, and when they and when they did it the first time and they abandoned it, that, that hurt the product. And you're right, NBC, and I know Eddie Eddie Olchek very well. Does a great job. Oh, it's uh, nothing with the broad the broadcasters. I think on NBC for hockey were are always great. great. All of them are great. Um, but. You're right. They treated them like a second-class citizen most of the time. ESPN, I mean, you know, if it's the WNBA or the NHL, it's an easy pick. I mean, uh, they need more programming. They need better programming. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for them. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, uh, but but you're right. No the interest le- the interest level was completely there different. was no Crosby's. There was no Vetchkins. You know, there was no name players that people can latch on to. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we'll see what happens. But I think that they do have some problems. I think ESPN will make it more relevant. Uh, But I do know this. NBC did expose hockey more than it had been exposed over the last 20 years. So I'll give them credit for that. All right, my friend. Now, before we get to the picks... Okay, you already gave your pick of the Phoenix Suns, all right? <laughs> but you, you you didn't let the cat out of the bed. You're leaning, right? Yes, You're leaning I'm that leaning, way. Yeah, all I'm right. leaning that way, yeah. I'll tell everybody right now, I looked at the board today. I don't know how John feels about it. Yesterday, why I had four picks, and uh, sometimes I'll have two, sometimes three, sometimes four. Uh, yesterday, I had four picks. I go two and two, okay? Johnny goes two and one. All right. I looked at the board today. I have nothing on the NBA game or total. So just stick around, though, because we're the fastest 20 minutes in sports and we'll be with you in a minute. First of all, I have two picks for today, Johnny. How many you got? Uh, I got a couple. I do have an NBA prop bet and I have a, a, a MLB bet or two that I will. Uh, I will all right. To. All right. I'll start off. OK. Um, I saw this Chris Paul. Over, under, in assists, eight and a half. That seems so easy to me. (laughs) That seems like, you know, he's been on fire. I know that he's been close. I think he had nine last game assists. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the eight and a half. It makes no sense to me. Because Devin Booker, if he gets hot on a pass from Paul or Aiton, unless Phoenix is just going to be shut out tonight, it looks so easy, right? Which comes to my dilemma. I'm taking the under eight and a half with Chris Paul, who's a generational talented point guard. Uh, are they going to let him shoot the mid-range jumper? Is he not going to dish off? Is Aiden not going to catch an easy pass and have his way at the basket? Eight and a half seems excessively low to me. It looks like a trap to me. So I'm going to take the under eight and a half with assists in Chris Paul. Yeah, I'll you know I'll stick with that game then. Um, I have two props. I'll I'll stick with one, uh, and it's a little bit of a different one. It's Cam Johnson uh, to score ten plus points at plus one sixty four. 
Well, if he's if he gets Cameron Johnson, uh, he is a oh, forward off the bench for the uh, Phoenix oh, Suns. Uh, so Dario Saric is hurt and he is out for the playoffs. Yeah, he got hurt the other night. yeah so I, I think they're going to go to a little bit of a smaller lineup. And I think that Cameron Johnson, when he's gotten 24 or more minutes, he's gotten over this 10 points. Uh, I would think he gets he had 21 minutes and scored 10 points. I think he, get, he gets close to 25 and he scores about 12, 14 points. Wow. Uh, so I, I like Cam Johnson, and if you can get it at a, a certain sports book, Cam Johnson to score 10-plus points at plus 164, and I love that bet. I do too. I mean, because the only Cam Johnson I was thinking of was, I think it was the golfer who stuck it in my tushy <laughs> uh, on, on Sunday. I think that was his name. I can't even remember now, for God's sake. Oh, it just comes so <laughs> fast. That life, life just comes so fast at you. Oh, by the way, did everybody enjoy the no-hitter? I remember Madison Baumgart throwing the seven-inning no-hitter and people actually thinking that it counted. There was another one night last. Forget about my, it. My favorite, was the, my favorite was the Tampa Bay reaction. They didn't even know that it was a no-hitter. They just were, they stood right. around and went, oh, he has no – yeah, there's no hits. <laughs> they had no idea what was happening. <laughs> it, it's such a joke, this whole seven-inning thing. I hate uh, it. They, I hate it. They got to they change back, ladies and gentlemen. That's all there is to it. Also, okay, so I got the, the under eight and a half. Uh, tonight, I'm going to go with, in fact, this afternoon, uh, the New York Yankees are minus 135 against Seattle. Seattle got a pretty good pitcher going. The Yankees got a decent pitcher going. They're okay. Could be middle of the road. It's not a total game. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Yankees today. Minus the 135 is my uh, baseball game. And that's all the picks I got. Uh, I will stick with uh, the basketball game. I'll take a prop here. I'll take DeAndre Ayton over 16 and a half points and minus 102. If this number goes, it's continuing to climb up. It's been at 15 and a half for a while, and I've been smashing that over. Uh, it's up to 16 and a half, so it's getting a little bit closer to that line of where Ayton usually is, 17, 18 points, but 16 and a half is perfect for me. I think he gets over that, so I take the over 16 and a half. And for a baseball game, I'll take the Detroit Tigers. I'll go back to them. Uh, Jay, how guy. Yeah. Oh, I know. It was great yesterday. Uh, but Jay Happ is absolutely oh, We brutal. had the double whammy. I had the run line and you had the money line. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you want to go back on it again, but I like the Tigers at plus 108. Jay Happ is a horrible, horrible yeah. pitcher, and this this line is uh, uh, right where it needs to be, but I like the plus 108. I'll I'll take advantage of Jay Happ in the mouth. All right. So that's it. So I got two. I got, uh, once again, under eight and a half assists, Chris Paul, and I got uh, – the New York Yankees and John, what do you have again? I have Cam Johnson, uh, 10 plus points at plus 164. Uh, DeAndre Ayton over 16 and a half points at minus 102. And I am taking the Tigers on the money line plus 108. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be the person that knows where there's a good sandwich, <laughs> a good corned beef, and you don't tell anybody else. We're your good corned beef sandwich every single. We're your good Italian hoagie. You need to make sure we're that. Exactly I got the Philly right. region in here. Yeah, that's we're, right. We're good got Italian the Philly hoagie. out there, Pats. It doesn't matter. I've been all over. Been to Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Doesn't matter. I've been to Atlantic City. Had the time of my life. I can't wait. Going this weekend. Oh baby, you don't get arrested. Anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, another great day. So long, everybody. 